to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Tuesdays, it's the precursor to the I Love Lucy show, starring Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. This episode originally aired on August 13th, 1948, and it's called Charity Bazaar Kissing Booth. AFN Europe presents the radio comedy series My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Ten years ago, polo playing George Cougat married debutante Elizabeth Elliot. It was a beautiful wedding, and of course, every wedding has its pranksters. Friends of the bride and groom who do cute little things to launch the marriage with a laugh. Hey, Corey, I tied to just marry signing the tin cans on back of the car. <laughs> it was all in the spirit of fun, and no one really got mad. George didn't. Oh, I got a big kick out of it. I laughed and slapped Corey on the back with a jack handle. <laughs> and Liz thought it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was jolly. We had a lovely honeymoon right in front of the house. <laughs> well, that was ten years ago. Now the two gots are just George and Liz. Still happy. Two people who live together and like it. suburban home of the two gods, that big brick one with the two chimneys silhouetted against the afternoon sky. Wonder what's going on inside. Don't see George around anywhere. Oh, he's probably still at the bank. But Liz is home. There she is in the kitchen with Katie the maid. What's this? Liz Cougat wearing an apron and cooking. Careful taking it out of the oven, Katie. Oh, I'm being careful, Mrs. Cougat. Oh, I'm so proud, Katie. It's a beautiful cake, and I made it all by myself. Oh, it is beautiful, Mrs. Cougat. But look at the lump in the middle. Yes. Katie, you don't suppose... Well, what, Mrs. Cougat? I haven't seen the cat for the past hour. <laughs> it couldn't be the cat, ma'am. It doesn't have a tail. <laughs> Maybe the shortening wasn't short enough. <laughs> well, the lump seems to be going down. I think it's settling. I think we had a blowout. Well, it just dropped a little. Nothing a new cake won't fix. Oh, Katie, now what am I going to contribute to the charity bazaar tonight? Look at that cake. Well, maybe you can make it into something useful, ma'am, like a lampshade. <laughs> oh, 
dear. Not only my cake is a failure, but my fudge, too. Have you ever seen such fudge, Katie? Oh, too bad we didn't know how it was going to turn out. We could have passed that crack in the driveway. <laughs> well, when I go to the bazaar tonight, I'm determined to pick something I made all by myself. Now, what can I make that's sure to turn out all right? I know. What, Mrs. Cougar? I'll buy something at the store. <laughs> you always go to so much trouble for these charity bazaars, Mrs. Cougar. And uh, what do they do with the money they take in? Well, the money from this particular bazaar is going to the old folks' home. Oh, the old folks' home. Well, mm-hmm. that's nice. And uh, what are you going to buy them? Well, we've been talking about a dance floor. <laughs> practical. We'll probably just give them the money. Oh, that's a much better plan. Yes, and then go out and dance. <laughs> Hello, George. Liz, what are you doing down here at the bank? Oh, George, something terrible has happened. Oh, now take it easy, darling. Yes, sit down. Now, what's the trouble? My cake dropped. Oh, is anyone killed? Cougar, this is no laughing matter. I've had nothing but bad luck today. I baked a cake for the bazaar and it fell. I made fudge and it turned to concrete. I went shopping. I bought a couple of nice cakes and a lot of candy. And now I'm right back where I started. What? What happened? I left everything on the bus. Darling, you're such a scatterbrain. Sometimes I think you'd forget your head if it weren't fastened on. Well, that would be one way to lose weight. I couldn't eat between meals. And your hats would sit a lot lower, too. Oh, George, what am I going to do? I want to contribute something to the bazaar. Honey, why don't you go home and have Katie bake a cake and make some candy and everything will be fine. Well, there's one thing about my cooking. It's always good when Katie does it. Oh, George, why am I such a mystery in the kitchen? Why can't I cook? Oh, Liz, don't talk like that. I think you cook very well. You make delicious peanut butter sandwiches. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm, I'm pretty good at slicing watermelon, too. Well, you'd better run along, darling. I've got to finish checking this money. All right, dear. Uh-oh. I think you've got a counterfeit bill in there, George. A counterfeit bill? Which one? The one right there with Monopoly written across it. Go home. Shall I bake, Mrs. Cougar? Two cakes, Katie, and a couple of pounds of candy. All right, ma'am, but we could have saved a lot of time if I'd done it in the first place. I know. I just wanted to try my hand. Well, it seems to me, Mrs. Cougar, that every time you try your hand, you put your foot in it. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Liz? Yes, this is me. This is Mrs. Medwick here. Oh, woman is a bazaar. Oh, yes, Mrs. Medwick. But I just called you to ask a great favor of you. I need a girl to run a booth for me tonight. Run a booth? Oh, Mrs. Medwick, I'd be more than happy to run a booth for you. I haven't had much success with my baking or candy making today, and if you'd put me in charge of a booth, I'd feel I was doing my part. Splendid, dear. We'll have plenty of cakes and oodles of candy anyway. And this particular booth requires a special product. Which booth will I be in? The kitchen booth. Oh. You'll sell them for 50 cents each. Oh, well, I... I don't know, Mrs. Nedwick. I'm terrific in the house, but I haven't had much experience outside. <laughs> now, please, you said you wanted to help, and we do need you. It won't be a bit difficult. Oh, we'll be more than pleased if you take in, say, uh, $200. $200? That's, that's 400 kisses. Now, Liz, think of the old folks. 400 kisses, and I'll be one of the old folks. <laughs> 
for charity, Liz. Oh, and now maybe you can recommend a good man for the booth. A man for the booth? Yes. We decided to have a man in the kitchen booth, too. <laughs> for us girls, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, um, Corey Cartwright, he's the one for that job. He's a bachelor, and I read in the paper he's very good at kissing. In the paper about Corey? Mm-hmm. Really? A scandal of some kind, yes? No, he took a half-page ad. <laughs> Probably reach him through my husband. George will know where he is. Thank you, Liz, dear. I'll call George right away. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mrs. Kiswick. Uh, Medwick. <laughs> Katie, you won't have to bother with the cakes or candy. Mrs. Medwick has assigned me to the kissing booth tonight. Oh? Well, you look worried, ma'am. I am. I don't know how Mr. Kugat's going to take the news. Well, there's nothing wrong with working in the booth, Mrs. Kugat. I did it once at our high school carnival. Was it a kissing booth? Uh, not exactly, ma'am. They threw baseballs at them. Well, the kissing booth is different. They throw lips at you. I'm afraid Mr. Kugat will fly into a jealous rage when he hears about it. Mr. Kugat in a rage? Oh, that doesn't sound like the mister at all. He's kind and gentle. Remember the mouse traps he bought? The kind that don't kill the mice, just make a noise like a cat to scare them. You don't know Mr. Kugat like I do, Katie. Before we were married, our friend Jimmy Paterno just tried to hold my hand one day, and George just lost his temper completely. Stamped his foot on the ground, put his hands in his pockets, and said, All right for you. I've heard stronger words than that on Guy Lombardo records. up. You've had a smug sneer on your face ever since I picked you up at the bank. Well, Corey, I've been waiting to tell you about the charity bazaar tonight. Mrs. Medwick called me this afternoon, and I'm going to be in the kissing booth. You're going to be in the kissing booth? Yes. She said she had you in mind, but I didn't know where you were when she called, so to ensure having someone, she gave the job to me. What do you mean you didn't know where I was? I told you if anybody wanted me, I'd be down at the YWCA sitting on the steps. <laughs> Oh, that's right, you did. That uh, must have slipped my mind. Slipped your mind, my eye. You deliberately did me out of my job. Your job? Yes. With you, it's just a novelty, George. With me, it's my life's work. Corey, <laughs> you may be pretty good at kissing, but face the fact, sometimes the carpenter can do the electrician's work. Don't be ridiculous, George. You don't have anywhere near the voltage in your buzzer that I have. <laughs> Dear friend, true, I am now a dignified, respectable banker. But allow your memory to take you back to our wild school days. I was the boy they nicknamed Devil Breath. <laughs> George, that title had nothing to do with your ability. You got it the night you kissed Myra constantly down at the beach. He was smoking a cigarette, and you'd been siphoning gas. <laughs> yeah, I can still hear Myra saying, do it again, as we rode away in the ambulance. <laughs> built for this kind of work, George. Your lips are too thin. Well, your lips are too fat. Those are my shock absorbers for kissing on bumpy roads. <laughs> or you're just burned up because I got the job. All right, George. Just forget about it. It's all right with me if you want to break up your home. Or have you told Liz? No, I haven't told Liz yet, but I will as soon as I get home. And Liz won't mind. It's for charity. Okay, George. I hear it's nice this time of year in Reno. <laughs> no, you always try to stir me up but I'm not the least bit worried about Liz. Why, Liz and I don't know the meaning of jealous. Okay, George. Be gay, be happy. There's so little time left. 
Oh, Cory, you can't worry me. I know Liz won't get sore. Why should she? It's for charity. Oh, Cory, you can't worry me. Uh, light my cigar for me, will you? I can't take my eyes off the road. Sure, I'll light your cigar, George. You sure you aren't just a little worried? Uh, not the least bit. Then take that fountain pen out of your mouth. <laughs> Oh, waiting for me, honey? Yes, George, there's something I want to talk to you about. Sit down. Oh, Andrew. What's on your mind? The Charity Bazaar tonight. Oh, yes, the Charity Bazaar. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't want to go, Liz, it's perfectly all right. I could just go over with Corey. Oh, no, I'm going, George, but I thought perhaps you'd like to stay home because those bazaars bore you so much. Well, I, I won't be bored tonight. Oh? Well, in fact, I'm going to have a booth. Oh, well, that's fine. So am I. Oh, you are? Uh, which booth will you be in? Oh, just one of the booths, you know, one of the wooden ones with a little awning. <laughs> Oh, those, those are nice booths. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which booth will you be in? Oh, one of the wooden ones with a little awning. <laughs> those are the booths, aren't they? <laughs> yes, yeah. they are. What will you be selling? Uh, things. <laughs> what kind of thing? Oh, uh, things. With the uh, uh, tin foil and ribbons. Uh, you know, things. Uh, what are you selling? Uh, stuff. What what kind of stuff? Uh, things. Oh, they're nice. Yes. Charity bazaars are fun, aren't they? Everyone doing something for charity. Selling taffy and hot dogs and operating dark games and kissing booths. And... Yes, I, I think it's wonderful the way people give up their time to sell popcorn, bake cakes, knit socks, work in the kissing booths. Mm -hmm. I wonder who's going to be in the kissing booth tonight. What noble, generous woman, for the sake of her community, has has donated her time and lipstick to help this worthy cause. I understand a man's going to be in the kissing kissing booth too. Oh? Some uh, staunch citizen, a charitable soul who will suffer through it to help others. George, I'm going to be in the kissing booth. You are. Now control yourself, George. Liz, I'm going to be in the kissing booth, too. I, I was afraid of you being angry. Darling, this is wonderful. We'll be together. <laughs> you were afraid to tell me for fear I'd be jealous, and I was afraid to tell you for the same reason. But there's no need for it. No, none at all, because neither of us is jealous. <laughs> we won't care who kisses who, will we? <laughs> all for charity. All for charity. I don't care how many old ladies you kiss. Uh... What about the young ladies? Oh, there probably won't be any young ones, just old ones. Oh. Well, I imagine there'll be quite a few old men there, too. You can kiss all the old men you like. <laughs> all for charity. We aren't jealous, are we, George? Of course not. All for charity. <laughs> George. Yes, please. Kiss me. Now? Right now. Charity begins at home. <laughs> What are you doing in there? I'm in the business, too, Corey. Oh. Well, haven't they overlooked something, George? Overlooked what, Corey? Well, I see the sign, kisses 50 cents. Naturally, that means Liz. Where's the nickel sign for you? <laughs> My kisses are the same price. <laughs> 
Would you like to be my first customer, Corey? Oh, Liz, I couldn't kiss you. It wouldn't be fair to George. Well, you can buy one from him, too, if you like. <laughs> well, it isn't that, Liz. You like George now, but if I kissed you, well, grape juice is all right until you've tasted champagne. <laughs> Then I can't tell you a kiss? No, Liz. Let's not make old George unhappy now. Dad's getting along. Hurry, I am not getting old. You can count my gray hairs on one hand. Oh, really, dear? Let me see. Which hand are they on? George, what are you staring at? Oh, oh, a customer for Liz. You aren't getting burned up, are you, George? No, don't be silly, George. I'll just step to one side. Hello. Hello. I was talking to the girl, if you don't mind. <laughs> Uh, the sign says for 50 cents I can kiss you. Is that right? That's right. Any limit on the number of kisses I can buy? Not that I know of. Well. Now, are we going to have fun or are we going to have fun? Well, I hope no one's waiting up for you. <laughs> Shall we proceed? Well, it's getting late. Guess we'd better close up. Close up? Uh, wait a minute, I got $8 I want to spend. Well, go spend your $8 on Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, I would, only my swimming pool's full of water right now. <laughs> What's the matter, George? Jealous? Certainly not, Corey. Don't feel slighted, Georgie. I'll give you something to keep your little hands busy. Here, you can hold my hot dog. <laughs> George Cougar, you should be ashamed of yourself. After all, it's for charity. <laughs> It's been two hours, and I see the kissing booth is still going strong. How much have you taken in, Liz? Not a dime. Every time a man comes up, George interferes. He got violent with the last one. Violent? Liz, what do you mean, violent? I accidentally knocked his ice cream cone out of his hand. Right into his face. How much money have you taken in, George? Nothing. Every time a woman comes up, Liz asks me if my, my upper plate's staying in all right. <laughs> Are you still having trouble with that? Corey, you know I don't wear one. Oh, of course. It's the lower <laughs> I'm only kidding, but I do bear tidings from Mrs. Medwick. You being a banker, she wants you to come over and help her tally some receipts. But I can't leave Liz. I mean, the booth. The, the booth needs me. Come along, George. The booth can lose just as much money without you. Well, all right. I'll be right back, Liz. All right, George. Hello, there. <laughs> I frighten you. Oh, I'm sorry. It really isn't my fault. This is the only face I've got. Well, there, there's nothing wrong with your face. No, I have nice features. They're just thrown together hideously. I don't believe I've ever met you before. Oh, my name's Leonard Estabrook. Oh, are you any relation to Helen Estabrook? Well, I'm her husband. <laughs> Why are you whispering? We were married secretly, and she doesn't want anyone to know yet. How long have you been married? Twenty-seven years. <laughs> I've been searching you all evening, trying to get up courage to come over and talk to you. I circle everybody. And you know what? What? I get awfully dizzy. <laughs> well, then, why do you circle people? I like to get dizzy. I don't drink. Getting dizzy is my only vice. Do you have any vices? I eat crackers in bed. That's a strange way to get dizzy. Are you really selling kisses for 50 cents? Well, that's the general idea. 
If I gave you 50 cents, would you kiss me? Well, uh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh goodness. It's wrong, Mr. Estabrook. All I have with me is a penny. <laughs> could, you, could you give me a penny, boy? The rules, Mr. Estabrook, 50 cents. Besides, my husband's very jealous. He hasn't allowed me to kiss anybody all evening. Oh, you man. Yes. I don't blame your husband for being jealous. You're very beautiful. I wish I were as beautiful as you. <laughs> and then I guess it wouldn't it wouldn't help. It wouldn't? No. I don't have the figure to go with it. <laughs> my my legs are skinny, but you can't tell it to look at me because I disguise them. Well, how do you disguise them? I wear trousers. <laughs> You won't give me a kiss for a penny. I guess I'll just have to scrape up the difference. I wish I could look on the ground and find a 49 cent piece. I'm back, Liz. How was the business while I was gone? Take a look in the cash drawer. The cash drawer? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, five. Liz. Five dollars. Mm-hmm. I'd have made more. Only two of them were twins, and they sneaked one in on me. Uh, they all kiss you on the cheek, of course. I don't know. I had my eyes closed. Cartwright comes with joyous news. Oh, what could be good news? Well, after you left, I had a little talk with Mrs. Medwick, and it's all fixed up. You mean Liz and I can leave? Nearly correct, old boy. You can leave. You've been transferred to the Saltwater Taffy booth. What about Liz? Oh, I'll be all right, George. You go ahead and sell the saltwater taffy. You look kind of pale. The sea air will be good for you. Mrs. Medwick. Oh, Mrs. Medwick. George, why aren't you in the taffy booth? I'm afraid it's too much work for me to handle alone. I'm going to need some help. I'm just swamped. Swamped? I, I don't see a soul in front of the booth. Uh, well, business is so good, I, I had to turn them away. Oh, they're really buying that taffy. Eating it up like candy. I don't know who I can get to help you, George. How about Liz? Uh, yes, Liz. Why didn't I think of her before? Oh, she's marvelous at selling candy. Very experienced at it, too. She is? Oh, of course. Have you ever heard of Martha Washington chocolate? Oh, yeah. Well, Liz eats them all the time. <laughs> Get your saltwater taffy. Nice, sticky, gooey, lumpy saltwater taffy. Hello, George. Well, Liz, what are you doing here? Mrs. Medvick told me to come over. Said you were rushed and needed help. Oh, indeed I do. Well, where are all the customers? Oh, they're around. Well, Liz, here we are together in a booth again. Only this time it's a candy booth. Yes. Fate certainly does work in wondrous ways. Yes, fate certainly does. Of course, your little talk with Mrs. Medwick helps some. Oh, how'd you know? I went over to ask for the same thing, and you just left. You were going to ask to come over here with me? Yes. I love you, George. Wherever you go, I want to go, too. You know, Liz, there's not too much difference between this candy booth and the kissing booth. No. I guess it's all in the way you use it. George? Liz? Hey, George! Liz! What's the matter with you guys? This is the kissing booth over here. 
My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Jennings, was produced for broadcast in the Frankfurt studios of the American Forces Network Europe by Air Force Sergeant Dave Schofield. Specialist Brad Scott speaking. Join us next time for My Favorite Husband. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Now, how would you feel if your significant other was manning a kissing booth? Would you be as jealous as the Kugats, even if it was for charity? And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we join Private Eye, George Valentine, and Let George Do It, and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of My Favorite Husband. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>